Yes, it is. Good times for you and me. And not a moment too soon. You're keeping good company with W-A-T-H. Yeah, I need a weekend. Not to put my troubles on you or anything, but this has been one hell of a week. And like three or four major things have happened. And any one of them would have made it uh, bad. And of course... uh, the most personal of those things, my wife's passing a week ago today. Her uh, obituary is uh, appearing on the Jagers website and some of the other um, obituary collection websites. I, I think it's going to be in the messenger. Let's see. Do the me- oh, Scott's not behind me. Hey, Scott. Hey, what? Okay, he'll be back. Anything? I've I, I sort of lost track. You hey, know, what? Uh, it used <laughs> to be the messenger published daily. But now it's like three times a week. Yes. You and, rang? And um, so does the messenger publish an issue today or tomorrow? Tomorrow. So Tuesday, it, Thursday, Saturday. I've been told it will appear in tomorrow's paper. Yes. Yeah, it is, uh, as you mentioned, on Jaggers and Sons Funeral Home website. Yes, yes. So, again. And the more specific details about the future have uh, now been determined. There's going to be a, uh, a memorial service on July 12th. July 12th. That's a Tuesday, and it'll be a midday thing at First Presbyterian Church. Why such a distant uh, date? Well, as you may have gathered over the years, if you've listened to the show, uh, Pat and I hosted a number of international students in our home for at least a year or longer. Some of them are coming back, and so travel plans and things like that, even family travel plans. Um, I've talked to many members of our family. I'm talking about not necessarily the immediate family, but also the, you know, cousins and all that sort of thing. Extended family. There you go. That's the term. Yes who are going to be coming back for this. And uh, Jackie and my home and a lot of hotels, I think, are going to be busy just just out of this thing. So, and you've heard me say it before, thank goodness for Hope and Foley. Yes, amen. They keep me company. And they keep me feeling a bit natural. Good. That's terrific. And being here keeps you busy. 
Yes. Too. Yeah. And I found that very helpful when Dad passed uh, to keep try to keep busy. Of course, you've heard me talk about Dad. That I know he's still alive in his heavenly home, or he's got his heavenly reward. He worked so many years for. So I take lots of refuge in that. Folks, you know, this just talk about your dad for a minute. Okay. Not only did he host some terrific music on this station for many years. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to use some terms. You correct me if I have them wrong. He was also the official photographer for Ohio Athletics. That is correct. For a period of time, he was, yes. And um, he... After Harry Snavely retired. That's right. I have forgotten that name. Yeah. Harry was a hoot. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> but um, think of it. Uh, football, basketball, volleyball, and any, any sport you want to name. Yeah. The athletic department at Ohio University uh, had um, your dad. Um, always at the sidelines taking pictures. Yes. And uh, many of them archived forever. Yes. And hanging on walls in different people's homes when their kids were in the shot and stuff like that. Yes. He loved every second of doing that. I'll bet he did. He loved taking it, pictures. It even showed when he was, you know, moving around about the, the uh, sidelines of the court. Uh, I, I observed him mostly at basketball. Yeah. He but, really enjoyed uh, all of it. Didn't matter what sport it was. Of course. But I remember seeing him do that and seeing him on the sidelines of football games and moving around getting different shots, different angles. And he also did that for uh, the Copperheads, too. That's right. Before uh, Don Fushi uh, came in, so Dad and there, Don were there both was a couple doing of years the same time. there where they both were yeah, doing it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good shots mm-hmm. from yeah. both of them. Don Fucci, of course, uh, continues, and uh, he's excellent. He's a good dude too. I I like he's him. A, he's a special friend to me. Yeah, I I told Dad when he was down there. I said, Dad, are you watching for foul balls? Because those balls oh, yeah. are hit hard, yeah, like that. And he said, "Oh yeah, I'm watching." I'm, and I said, "No, you're not. You're trying to get a picture there." I just, you know, didn't want him to get hurt. So, yeah, uh, you know, and same thing with Don. But I remember being at a game, and there was a line drive foul ball that went into the Copperheads dugout. And who did it hit? Not any of the players. Don. Not the coach. It hit Don. I remember that. Hit him right on the leg. He didn't even flinch. He just kept right on taking pictures. <laughs> I know that had to hurt. Of course. I've been hit by line drives like that, not only pitching, but, you know, taking batting practice too. And and, and I, I can I can actually see that moment. Oh, me too. And it, all the players scattered real quick. <laughs> yeah. But Dom was fixed on a, whatever he was focusing on. Yeah. And didn't even know until it hit him. Everybody scattered except Don. Yeah. <laughs> Great guy. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I hope he's all right. But 
He was just looking around like, you know, nothing happened. The trainer did check him out. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, he was fine. Excuse me. It but, is June 3rd, folks. The year, of course, 2022. Today, a free-for-all edition. Um, I will... I have been... Oh, that... I guess I'll tell you another story. A couple days ago, the station got computer hacked. And I'm... uh, Scam, hack, I I don't understand the difference. I'm told there is one. But whatever, we got hurt. Um, I'll just... Lay it out there. $19,500 the hacker got out of one of our accounts. Do we think we can get it back? We have no idea. But we've talked to our insurance carriers. We've talked to the bank involved. We've talked to the... um, uh, We filed a police report. The FBI report will be filed today. You know, I may just be out. 19500 bucks, And with COVID and everything, that is a whale of a hit. So we're working on it. But, you know, add all these things together lately. Mercy. It's, there's been nothing normal for a week. All right. And like we said yesterday, when it rains... It... Yeah, it pours. Mercy, I woke up this morning and glanced out the window, and it was foggy. Oh, my, yes. Uh, Was it even worse as you drove in this morning? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Coming across um, East State Street, the bridge right there. Of course, fog always is much thicker near waterways. Yes. And, of course, the Hawking River runs right there. But as I approached that area... Okay, traveling parallel to the river, it was pretty clear. Okay. But there was lots of fog coming up off of the river. But then when I got to the exit to go up on to 33, going across the bridge, wow, it was super thick Yeah. right through there. Cars were slowing down. And that's what I mentioned earlier this morning, if you didn't hear it, was that don't assume that the roadway is clear ahead of you in these foggy patches because, as I mentioned, cars were slowed down. Yeah. And if you're flying through there and all of a sudden there's a car going half the speed that you're going, um, could could be a little bit of a dangerous outcome right there. I remember a college buddy who was in my dorm out at Wyoming. Who um, Wyoming? Was, yeah, Wyoming. <laughs> um, who was in a really serious accident, uh, which was fog-based, and um, uh, he was in the hospital for oh, a month and a half, I think, and um, that set him behind in his studies and everything. But he was fortunate, very fortunate. Oh yes, I it, I hit a deer that he hadn't um, that it hadn't been a fatal accident yeah. or even a, a worse accident yeah. than it was I hit a deer on the way back from um, Parkersburg 
went over there to dinner uh, back when I was, uh, I think I was either going to school or maybe it just started at OU, but um, was coming back and uh, was with a very nice gal who's an osteopathic student. Mm-hmm. And we were coming back, and this was before the four-lane was built between, uh, well, here and, what, Little Hawking, I guess it would be. Mm -hmm. And it was the two-lane, obviously, and going the speed limit, foggy, came up on a deer that was standing right in the middle of the lane. And there was no way I could brake in time to miss it so I hit it it went flying up over the car and if there would have been another vehicle coming the opposite direction I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now because it, now just to follow through on that story did it take the deer's life oh yes okay and did it damage your car oh yes okay yeah and so I it it knocked me clear off the right side of the road into the the dirt and gravel and then as you try to correct you you have a tendency to overcorrect your steering wheel and so i went clear across the midline mm-hmm. into the other lane and off the side of the road there and then back across to the lane i was originally in and finally got the vehicle under control but I was thinking later, you wow, know, we were fortunate, but what a ride. If you remember Jeff Lang. Yeah, Cheech. You see, I never knew that nickname. Yeah, like Cheech, like Cheech and Not Chong. Until the last few years. He looked like Cheech. He resembled Cheech. Jeff Lang was our sports director for many years. Uh, hailed from Pittsburgh. And um, Howard Katz was one of our salespeople. And a super one. He's one. He's gone on and been a huge salesman for. In fact, I think the best that Taft Broadcasting has ever had. Anyway, the three of us were driving down to Parkersburg to that. What was that restaurant up high that overlooked the, the Point of View? Yes. Yes. I don't think it even exists anymore. No, I don't think it does. And we struck a dog, and of course. That really emotionally affected me. And um, the dog was injured. And we got it to the a vet down there and said, we don't have any idea whose animal this is. But here's the location where it occurred. And they promised they would work on it. But that is such an, uh, it has such an effect on you. Oh, yeah, it does. When you strike an animal. Yeah. There's a TV show on I've seen recently. I think it's on Channel 12 on Spectrum. And they have things on there like... um, Oh, shucks. Name some of those shows, can you? Oh, like the Animal Kingdom, Pet Vet. No. uh, This is uh, (coughs) mostly like... uh, Human relationships. Um, oh, those. Yeah, and, and the skin doctor, the pimple popper, the <laughs> the foot doctor. But they also have shows about um, 
what's that term? Um, has to deal with dating and stuff. Anyway. Oh. I don't know if it's that one. I'm, it's not the 90-day yes. wedding. Yes, Is that it? 90-day fiancé. That stuff. But there's also a show they've had recently that I've caught once or twice about weird um, uh, weird practices that people have. And they showed one picture, or I mean, <coughs> had one whole show about a young man who was simply, oh, addictions, addictions, okay? Oh, okay. They, this young man <coughs> was addicted to picking up carcasses of dead animals. Is it like the intervention show? I, I don't recall that term. Okay. <coughs> and he would pick them up and put them in the back of his vehicle and bury them. It's such a sweet show. He felt so badly for these various wild animals. Some were domestic animals, domesticated animals. Um, but he, he treated them with respect, and he would pick them off the pavement or off the the siding where they had been of the road and is it strange addiction yes it's part of that series i think okay and this was his addiction was to properly dispose of those remains of animals struck by cars and things like that yeah very touching Yes, well, let's, sure. let's, let's, let's get back to business here. Today is June 3rd, the year 2022. <clears throat> I already mentioned it. Today is National Donut Day. I do like donuts. Yes. It's National Repeat Day. What day? Repeat. <laughs> now. <clears throat> get it? No. What day? Repeat. What day? Repeat. I'm still not getting it. Repe I'm repeating. I'm getting you to repeat. Oh, oh. Well, I, I'm just kind of curious what that is. Dig <laughs> into that one a little bit. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> the last few days, I certainly don't want to repeat. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm kind of curious. National Repeat Day. I'll go on while he's looking it up. All right. It's National Egg Day. I have more bird nests around my house this spring than I can recall. And I've been able to peek into some of the nests, and there are lots of little eggs and um, things like that. Anyway, National Egg Day. National Chocolate Maroon Day. That sounds good. Now, National Repeat Day. What did you find? National Repeat Day is observed on June 3rd, and it is the perfect time to plan another spa retreat, book reservations at a special restaurant, or even find a new activity that you would love to repeat in the future. Repeating can be a wonderful thing, especially 
when it involves an activity we love or just indulging in a simple pleasure. I'll go for uh, pizza, repeating pizza. You know, isn't it interesting? And ice cream. How? And donuts. The city of our size <laughs> and the region can have so many pizza places. And they each have a uniqueness. Yeah. And... We, we are blessed to have so many opportunities for pizza. Oh, well. Yes. This one sticker, Q Go Live, is falling off here. We need to replace Oh, yeah. It's, it, I will take care of that. But uh, any, any favorite you'd like to repeat? Well, Activity? I, I mean, Wyoming? I'm sorry. Say... I, I missed what you said. I said, is there any activity or food you'd like to repeat? And then I said, uh, Wyoming, <laughs> maybe that too. Repeat. Well, as Wyoming. much as I am <laughs> um, teasing and critical of Wyoming, there were some good places there. Of Hawaii? Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Virginia? Of course. Ecuador? Um, Lobster boat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you got me. Uh, I got a lot of them here. Here, yeah. And uh, I was just talking to um, macaroni and cheese and my pulled cousin pork. Linda. Linda and I are about the same age. Um, we've always had a closeness, uh, but she's a cousin. In other words, her. Let's see, it'd be her. Grandmother was my mother's sister. Um, but Linda is a, a very accomplished banker in Cincinnati and Covington. Isn't Covington right across the river? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we were talking last night, as a matter. Now, what were we talking about that made me think of this? Repeating things. Wyoming, travel, okay. uh, Hawaii. I, 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 now, now I got it. You got it? Okay. So she was saying that she's planning a trip up to Maine in a little bit of Vermont. Vermont's a very special place to me, and Maine even more so. You've heard me, perhaps, if you've listened to my show over the years speak of working on a lobster boat out of Rockland, Maine. And that's a city right on the right on the ocean. And they have an annual lobster festival. I think it's the first weekend of August that is out of this world. Pat always wanted me to take her up to that. We never made it. But uh, then right next to, just a little farther up the coast of Maine, is a city called Camden. And it's very artsy. And it, it's just a very special place. And, of course, I worked on a lobster boat uh, one summer uh, out of Rockland, Maine. 
So, uh, fascinating experience. So, Linda was talking about the trip, and I said, maybe we should do it together. There you go. So, we'll see. Something anyway, to look forward to. Um, I know one other thing. I don't know if you heard me say it or not that you would like to repeat. I'm guessing, I presume, it would be pulled pork on top of macaroni and cheese. Well, I do that here all the time. <laughs> well, that's a repeat then. I mean, um, <laughs> let's see here. You got shade that does that. You yeah. got soul that does that. Um, those are two that I particularly remember. Uh, and they both are wonderful. Mac and cheese and a barbecue, a sweet barbecue sauce and pulled pork. Mm. Worth repeating. I think they call it the cheesy pig <laughs> at, um, at Shade. But I'm going to have to try that. I've never, I've had other dishes there, but not that one. Well, let's do it tonight. I uh, won't be able to. Okay. It, I, it was just an expression. Well, yeah, I mean. Let's get on. Sounds here. good. Here, we're, we're getting. Um, we're getting good. We're getting good, yeah. And I'm thirsty. And I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, okay, June 3rd it is on this day in history, <laughs> as we customarily do. We go back to the year 1621 when the Dutch West India Company, sometimes referred to as WIC, receives charter for the West Indies, that being the Americas, the Caribbean and West Africa. 1621. On this date in 1929, Chile and Peru signed the Treaty of Lima, or Lima, finally resolving their border dispute from the War of the Pacific, which occurred from 1879 to 1883. Out of that agreement, Chile keeps Africa. Peru retains Tacna, Tacna, T-A-C-N-A. 1943, a mob of 60 from the Los Angeles Naval Reserve Armory beat up everyone perceived to be Hispanic, starting the week-long Zoot Suit Riots. That's... Kind of an unfortunate story. Let's go on. 1979. Is Iztoc. It's I-X-T-O-C. I'm going to go with Iztoc 1 rig in the Gulf of Mexico blows, spilling 3 million barrels of oil in one of the worst oil spills in history. Nineteen eighty-nine, beginning of the Tiananmen Square massacre, as Chinese troops open fire on pro-democracy supporters in Beijing. All right, some famous birthdays. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> George the Fifth. I assume um, George the Fifth was a king. 
uh, you would be correct. In his years of life, he was born on this date in 1865. He died in 1936. He was king of the United Kingdom and the British Dominions and Emperor of India from May of 1910 until his death in 1936. Jefferson Davis, born in 1808, died in 1889. Many of us remember him as uh, the president of the Confederacy, but uh, he was also an American politician who served uh, not only as the president of the Confederate States from 1861 to 1865, he was a member of the Democratic Party. He represented Mississippi in the United States Senate and the House of Representatives before the Civil War. All right, the next person is James Hutton. And um, he was born in 1726. He died in 1797, but uh, born on this date in 1726. James Hutton was a Scottish geologist agriculturalist, chemical manufacturer, naturalist, and a physician. He was often referred to as the father of modern geology. He played a key role in establishing geology as a modern science. This last picture, and again, these are famous birthdays. Um, Mercy, her picture is stunning. Josephine Baker. She was born on this date in 1906, died in 1975. She, Josephine Baker, was an American-born French dancer, singer, and actress. Her career was centered primarily in Europe, mostly in her adopted France. She was the first black woman to star in a major motion picture, <coughs> excuse me, which was the 1927 silent film, Siren of the Tropics, directed by Mario Nalpas and Henri Antevant. Here, look at her picture. She's stunning. She is a very nicely attractive gal. Okay, too, so. two famous deaths on, occurred on this date. Uh, at least two <coughs> we're going to mention. Um... First of all, the Ayatollah Khomeini. Um, he was born in 1902, but died in 1989. Wasn't he a tough guy? Yes, he was uh, not friendly to United States, shall we say. He was also known as uh, Ayatollah Khomeini, his given name, Saeed Ruala Mousavi. Khomeini was an Iranian political and religious leader who served as the first supreme leader of Iran from 1979 until his death in 1989 and uh, was uh, one of the responsible people for the Iranian hostage crisis in 1979, which lasted 444 days, I believe. One of those being Terry Anderson, a former instructor at Ohio University's uh, School of Journalism. All right, uh, Muhammad Ali, 
the greatest. 1942, died on this date in 2016. Many of us know that name. Yep. As an American professional boxer and activist. Nicknamed the greatest, he is widely regarded as one of the most significant and celebrated sports figures of the 20th century, frequently ranked as the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time, and I will concur with that. Formerly known as Cassius Clay. Yes, I was just thinking that. Born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky. One other um, thing here I have to mention. This is kind of an odd one. Um, It's not because he has a birthday or a death date or anything like that. But it's simply the story behind Jonathan Martin, who was a religious extremist who described the, the clergy as vipers from hell and tried to burn down one of England's most treasured cathedrals. Wow. He, uh, I think he was pretty dedicated to his odd thoughts. All right. Um, what's over here? Well, what's in the news? Let's start with the Ukraine. Today marks the 100th day of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. A campaign that began without time, with with <coughs> excuse me, a campaign that began with a multi-pronged blitz meant to topple the government in Kyiv. But which has evolved into a prolonged war of attrition in the country's eastern part. After being initially repelled from capturing Ukraine's capital, once again, that's the city of Kiev, an effort marred by Russian missteps, Russia has refocused on capturing the eastern Donbass region, Much of the area, Ukraine's primary industrial center, has been under pro-Russian separatist control since 2014. Well, in recent days, analysts say Russia has begun to slowly, but steadily, take control of key cities in the Donbass region. Western officials pledged another round of military aid, including long-range missile systems, though the weapons will take weeks to arrive. Now, to the south, Russia now controls the majority of the Ukraine's access to the Black Sea, with the exception of the port city of Odessa. So, with day 100 in the Ukraine, transplant milestone and a collapsing canyon wall, the death toll from the conflict has been hard to gauge. The United Nations has confirmed, however, almost 4,000 
150 civilian deaths, but believes the true count to be much, much higher. I've seen this story in several places in the last oh, 36 hours. It's, it's called the, the 3D Printed Ear. Oh, yes. I have, too. In the medical first, what they're calling it, a 20-year-old patient in New York successfully received a 3D printed ear transplant, according to reports yesterday. While 3D printing, also known as addictive manufacturing, has been used to develop custom-fitting prosthetics, the new structure was printed using the patient's own cells. Doctors say the structure will regenerate cartilage as it naturally integrates with the body. The reconstructive procedure marks both a medical milestone and a significant advance in the use of living cells to create functioning biological structures. Notably, researchers have grappled with how to incorporate tiny vascular networks to deliver blood along with oxygen and nutrients to the cells. The patient was part of a clinical trial that included 10 other participants whose results have yet to be published. But um, they say they're going to have lots more information down the road. But they think that this is going to ultimately allow that person to hear again in that ear. Wow. Well, let's see here. Is there anything else in here I really need to do? Um... What about uh, sports, Scott? Is there anything we really need to mention? Uh, d yeah, uh, the Reds won again, and they are really picking up some steam. Now, they had a really slow start, right? Very slow, extremely slow. Embarrassing but, slow. Yeah, they've had uh, like the third best record in the National League in the last 30 days. And they won again last night, beating uh, the Washington Nationals 8-1. to one. And uh, they're starting to get some good pitching, which, as I'll tell you, speaking from experience, goes a long way. And the old saying in baseball is, good pitching will stop good hitting most every game. Doesn't always happen, but most games. So they're getting some uh, great hitting. Uh so they're putting those parts together of their game, and they're playing much better now. So that is very nice to see, very exciting to see. Now they'll play Washington again tonight from Great American Ballpark. The, the season lasts how long? 162 games uh, till and, the end of September. And they're into how many would you guess now? Oh, uh, let's see. I want to say they're about mm, 50 games. So not even a third of the way. No. 
No. So but. if you're a Reds fan and have been very troubled, frustrating by their beginning, yes, don't give up. Uh, that's right. Win or lose, they're our team. We're proud to be an affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds here at 970 and 97.1. Why FM. don't you mention some other things? Boston Celtics. Well, that's not what I meant. Other affiliations we have. Oh, other affiliations? We well, have we the have Reds a here. Bunch. So we yes. got the Reds on 970, the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow on 970, the Columbus Blue Jackets also on 970, all high school football and all high school basketball on 970 and Power 105 with the Athens County game of the week and uh Football will be starting before you know it. Uh, summer workouts will probably begin uh, within a couple of weeks for high school teams. And high school usually kicks off the season uh, about the, mm, I'll say the third week in August. So that's not too far away. But I don't want to hurry through summer. I don't know about you, but uh, I can wait for that. I'm anxious to see how the Reds can uh, salvage their season and uh, well, quite possibly make a good run at things. And, of we course, also... the, uh, the, the big um, assortment of high school games that we cover. Oh, from, yes. From our region. Yes, we have Athens High School football and basketball in 970. And also we have the Power 105 Athens County game of the week where we feature a rotating basis of every Athens County high school. So that includes the Nelsonville York Buckeyes, Trimble Tomcats, Alexander Spartans, Federal Hawking Lancers, and, uh, of course, the Athens Bulldogs. And we also are the flagship station of Ohio Bobcat football and basketball on Power 105. And we also have, uh, we are an affiliate of the Ohio State football Buckeyes, and the Ohio State Basketball Buckeyes, the men's basketball Buckeyes. And we also carry uh, the Ohio State Lady Basketball Buckeyes uh, on 970 WATH. I think we usually do between five and ten games a year, something like that. So, and then there, there's ice hockey. Yes, the Columbus Blue Jackets yeah. that I mentioned earlier. We Did have you? them. I yes, we have them on 970 as well. So quite an array of sporting events here on both 970 and Power 105. Now, as I started to say, the Boston Celtics pulled off an exciting win last night on the home floor of the Golden State Warriors in San Francisco, which is unheard of. Um, The Celtics set a record last night in the fourth quarter by the point differential scoring in the fourth quarter. I think it was something like uh, 41 to 13 that the Celtics outscored Golden State in the fourth quarter. And very surprising that Boston pulled away from Golden State there at the end. Uh, That's not easy to do on the floor of the Golden State Warriors. So yesterday's final is 120 to 108. Uh, next game is this Sunday evening at 8 p.m. on ABC. So, again, a surprising win 
in in my viewpoint anyway. We have about two minutes. Okay. Um, The Tulsa mass shooting was not as bad as some feared, but it certainly was yet another American tragedy. This occurred at the Tulsa Medical Center on Wednesday. And um, it just doesn't... um, I don't understand why these are now happening. But it's a very sad scene. And, you know, we add that to Buffalo... And then Uvalde. And what about uh, the royal family over in England? Yesterday was a big day for them. There's this annual event where many things occur, and the queen took in most of them in spite of her age. And uh, I don't know. There's something about that royalty tradition that, well, I guess I'll simply say I like it. It's a little captivating, yes. And uh, when the family made that appearance up on that balcony, um, and I think they were all present, as they normally are, um. Well, it's just very moving. Yeah, but the queen was not. Well, she was there. Was she? Well, they said on the news but this morning she wasn't able there to was travel. A, there was uh, there was some traveling involved to another event, and she did uh, excuse herself from that. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, That's... folks. Well, we want you to have a very safe weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Okay? In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Never mind inflation or higher interest rates. American employers added 390,000 jobs last month, extending a solid hiring streak. That's down some from the 428,000 in April. Joanne Feeney at Advisors Capital Management. Firms have been trying desperately to catch up with very strong demand and have been hiring as many as they can. We've been running about 400,000 net additions per month for quite a while now. The unemployment rate held steady at 3.6%. Elon Musk isn't optimistic about the economy or his own company. Correspondent Linda Kenyon on a report from Reuters. In an email to Tesla executives, Elon Musk says the company needs to make a roughly 10% reduction in staff. That email, titled Pause All Hiring Worldwide, included this quote, I have a super bad feeling about the economy. Officials in Texas say police caught up with a convicted killer who escaped from a bus last month after he stabbed the driver. Prison spokesman Jason Clark says he murdered a family of five at their weekend cabin in Centerville before he got away in their pickup truck. After a short chase and a crash, 